Hello, my beloved family and friends. Welcome back to Heart to Heart with Alicia Yahoo. It's always a pleasure and an honor to have you here with me. Here at the altar. Today, my beloved family, I just want to talk to you heart to heart. Do you know you are limiting Yah in your life? Or to some of you, it may be you are limiting God in your life. Did you know that? Did you know that was even possible? That you can limit the Almighty One, the One who has unlimited power, that you could limit Him in your life? Now, you can't limit Him in anything but your life. So many times, as I've spoken before, you think you're waiting on Him. And He's waiting on you to get in position to receive what you're asking for, what you're desiring, and what he so very much wants to give you. He's not going to give you anything that you're not ready for, beloved, because he loves you. If he gave it to you before you were ready, you would completely destroy it. It would be a disaster. And to some of you, it would break you. To get what you're asking for and then to lose it, destroy it, some of you couldn't take that. <laughs> I hear someone saying, well, I'd, I'd like to try. <laughs> then stop limiting Yah in your life. How can you limit him? Well, you can limit him by living in sin. You can limit him, limit him by going back to the sin that he delivered you from. You can limit him in your life by living in disbelief, by disbelief, doubt, unforgiveness, pride and arrogance. Mm -hmm. He has so much he wants to give. Do you? If we could see in the supernatural realm, you would see a big net, all kind of blessings, barakah, we, that you would refer to as blessing, I call blessings, tied up. Because you or I, we weren't ready for it. Again, stop limiting Yah in your life. You are limiting Yah in your life. You are limiting God in your life. Let's just go to a scripture where it's, um, you can see that it's scriptural. It has happened. We'll go to Tehillim, Psalms 78, 41. It says, yes, again and again, they tempted, Yah, Bible says God, and limited the set-apart one of Yasharal, Bible says, and limited the Holy One of Israel. Let's just get it all in context. Let's read um, verse 
40 to 42, okay? We're talking about Yashorol, which we, people wouldn't know as Israel, in the desert after delivering them from Mitzrayim, which is known to most as Egypt. How often they provoked him in the wilderness and grieved him in the desert. Yes, again and again, they tempted Yah, Bible says God, and limited the set-apart Holy One of Yashorol. Bible says of Israel they did not remember his power the day when he redeemed them from the enemy when he worked his signs in Egypt and his wonders in the field of Zoan they forgot I mean you know of course it was in their mind they just chose to not even think about it how, how could you forget he opened the Red Sea for you and you traveled through on dry land when chariots were chasing after you to kill you how could you forget that how could you forget he gave you water from the rocks he gave you food he gave you sweet angels food bread from manna coming down from heaven when he gave you fowl meat flying in where you could just catch it. Gave them so much it was coming out of their nose. But they did. They limited him because again and again they tempted him. How did they tempt him? By unbelief, disrespect, pride, arrogance, rudeness, forgetfulness, forgetting all that he's done. How many times people forget all that the Father has done for them? It's time, beloved, for us to stop, think, think about all that he's done, the things that he's delivered you from. You know, write it down. We, we need to, the Bible says we should rehearse it. What do, what do we mean by rehearse? Talk about it. Remember it. Like I often called my sister and friend in the faith, Sasha, and say, let's talk about when we saw the Savior, when we went into the next round. We rehearse it so that we won't forget and talk about the things that, that he's done for us and how he delivered us from things. We have to do that. It's not his fault. You don't have what you were praying for. It's your fault. You limited what he could do in your life, either by unbelief, impatience, or unrighteousness. Are you living a life that pleases him or displeases him? He cannot and will not bless sin, sin or unrighteousness. He cannot. There's not an unrighteous blemish on him. He is pure righteousness. He can't even look upon sin and unrighteousness. That's why he sent his word in the form of a man in flesh to dwell among us to go through it for him so he could, his son could tell him about it because he can't look at it. We would disintegrate 
If we saw him as pure as he is, we could not take it. This is not long. These messages this week are just not long, but they're important. Very important. You are limiting Yah. You are limiting God in your life. What is it that you've limited him in? Think about it. You know, because, oh, we can have big desire and want. We want this, we want that. Yeah, no problem with that. But are you in right standing? That's what righteousness is, being in right standing with him, in alignment. You know, yet if you're living righteous life, you're in line with him. So when, when the blessing, the barakah comes down, it covers you. But if you're in sin, if you're in unrighteousness, you're out of line. So the blessings come down, but you miss it because you're out of place. I, I have this scripture before me, so I'm just going to read it and see if it, if we can use it in what I'm talking about. Romans 8, 25 through 29. But if we hope for what we do not see, we eagerly wait for it with perseverance. We wait for it with perseverance. If we're hoping for something and we can't see it, then we have to wait in perseverance and in expectation, beloved. Okay. 26. Likewise, the Rook. The Bible says the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But Rook HaKadush, Bible says the Spirit himself, makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. We have someone helping us, praying for us. Well, we can't hear him. We can't even bear it because his, his groanings are so deep. But the Father hears it. The Savior hears it. You know, the set-apart spirit, Ruh Kadush, what we call Holy Spirit, is our comforter, our friend, our friend forever, our helper. It is he that brings and allows us to hear the words of the Father and the Son. He's the most important person on this earth. And I think the least known by people, by Christians and followers of, of, of Yah on this earth. He's the one that Yahusha, our Savior, whom most know as Jesus, said, it's more important for me to go. It's expedient that I go so that I can send another one like me. Because I, you know, it's he's here among you now because he was in, in him. He's a, and, and he is. He was talking about himself. <laughs> among you now, but when I leave, he will be in you. Hello. Remember, Yah sent the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, my papa, my source, Abba Father. 27. Now he who searches the hearts knows what the mind of the rook is. The Bible says, knows what the mind of the spirit is 
because he makes intercessions for the saints or for the followers of Yah according to the will of Yah. Bible says according to the will of God. Now it continues here and it says and you know and is a conjunction. So it's continuing what was said before how the spirit helps us us you know, we have our part and and when we know that all things work together for good to those who love Yah, Bible says love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. All things work together for those of us who love. And see, by the spirit, by the rook, we know that all things work together for those who love Yah. Bible says love God and those who are called by his purpose. Last verse 29. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Who did he for, foreknew? He foreknew. He foreknew all of us. He foreknew Isaac and Esau from the womb. He knew what Esau, his spirit he was. He knew him from the womb and he didn't like it. We were all predestined. We were all supposed to take on the spirit to be like his son. But we have that free will. We have that choice that he gave us. The choice to obey, to disobey. The choice to be righteous or unrighteous. The choice to curse or to bliss. The choice to love or to hate. The choice to forgive or not forgive. We limit Yah in our lives. So let's just make a pact that we're not going to do that anymore. Think about that. You know, it's really cold here and rainy, you know, so it's raining outside and just think of curling up with your Heavenly Father, Yah, in front of a fireplace. All the rain is going and just Curling up at his feet with the word and praying this, Father, forgive me for limiting you in my life. I know that you have much that you want to give me that I have not been ready for. I have been out of place. Forgive me for blaming you for holding things up when it's been me. I have limited you in my life and I'm making today, this day, this night, a change, a decision to stop limiting you in my life. By turning away from my sin, turning from 
root out my doubt, turning from my unbelief, turning to you, repenting, and coming to you. Receiving your forgiveness because all my sins were paid for on that tree called the cross, way back on Calvary. I acknowledge you as my Savior, Yahusha, you who, who are called by most Jesus. You are the way, the only way to the Father, Yah. Please help me by the power of your set-apart spirit, your Ruk Kadush, your Holy Spirit, to not be as Yashara, as the Israelites were, again and again tempting you and limiting you in my life. My beloved, merciful, loving, forgiving, all-powerful, all-righteous, perfect Father Yah, perfect Savior Yahusha. Master, Savior, I know you love me so much. You're a father, you're my papa, you're my father and my mother. Yes, you are. Everything that's in the mother came from you. Everything that's in the father here came from you. And you want the best for me more than I want. You want the best for them more than they want. Because it gives you a good reputation. You want our lives to give you a good reputation where people can say, look how blessed, how successful they are. They're a follower of Yah. They're a follower of, you call Jehovah, of, of the Heavenly Father. They're servants there of Yahusha, Jesus. When we're successful and we're blessed, it gives him a good name, a good reputation. Yeah, that's really what, when you say, his, my glory, my reputation. His reputation, his good name. All right. Oh, Father, forgive me sometimes. I get in between talking and praying. And, but you know me. You know my heart, and I trust you. From that I'm so happy that you know me and you know my heart and my intentions you judge us by the motives of our hearts not by what we say or what we do what's really in us because you know when we mean what we say and when we don't thank you for being so wonderful and I thank you and I decree declare and pray all of this in the name above all names which is Yah Yahusha he who's known as Jesus to most. The Messiah. Also, he's called the Christ. He is the Messiah, the Messiah. Well, all right, beloved. I hope everyone listening 
it's going to reevaluate re yourself and think about, see if you have been limiting him and stop and make a change. Turn today. He's so loving and forgiving. He's waiting on you. Okay? All right, beloved. Thank you for listening to Heart to Heart here with Alicia. Beloved family and friends, until we meet again, Yah willing, of course. Shalom.